time for uh, our legal advice slot here on Morning Focus. Delighted to say I'm joined in the studio by Avril Collentine from Cahar & Co Solicitors. Good morning to you, Avril. Good morning, Alan. Uh, thanks very much for coming in. So this week, you want to chat about uh, farm transfers for uh, the younger generation. I was hoping the younger generation would be under 45. Sadly, it's under 35. Under just to 35, really, really yeah. rub it in for me, Avril. But anyway, <laughs> where do you want to begin for with this? <laughs> yeah, so today we're focusing on farm transfers to the younger generation, I suppose. The key date here is the under 35s, really, if they're uh, young trained farmers and they've done their, their green cert. So we'll talk about a bit about that and what's involved in the key date involved there. Uh, so very much uh, an area that we get a lot of inquiries, both from the parents and the younger person who've completed their course. Maybe they've done the green cert and they're asking us what's the next step or how they go about doing it. So I suppose it's very important to point out it's on completion of the course, you'll get your green cert. And a green cert then for anyone who doesn't know, it's an agricultural or horticulture qualification which qualifies a person as a, a trained farmer and that's very important. So it's on completion of that then they can go about effecting the farm transfer and it's usually a transfer of land maybe from a connected or a relative, maybe a father, parent, uncle or something like that and that's why we're, we're brought into the fold then they contact us saying I've got my green cert, well, okay. how, can I do, how can I go about transferring and where do we go from here? Okay, um, so once somebody completes their green cert then Avril, you know, what, what, what are the benefits of doing so? Okay, so one of the common questions we'll get asked is whether they should do a green cert and we'll say yes if you're considering going farming on a full-time basis or even on a part-time basis and you're well under 35 giving you time to complete the course it can be very beneficial for you in terms obviously of education building up peer relationships, meeting other like-minded farmers on those courses and all in cru- the crucial uh, stamp duty exemption that you will get once you qualify gives you a reduction on stamp duty from 7.5% to, to 0%. Um, but obviously other than that then it brings you into a whole other scheme eligibility, eligibility for TAMS grants um, you get your stamp duty exemption and then obviously with things that coming on stream maybe the um, access to the, the young trained farmers grants and the National Reserve. So once you've got that qualification and you're recognised as a qualified farmer it'll open a whole host of other things for you. Okay, and in terms of stamp duty then, is someone with uh, the Green Cert, uh, are they exempt from stamp duty? Yeah, so this seems to be a big driving factor for younger people in particular. It's a motivation often to do the Green Cert or to, to tag it on. So you can do your Green Cert now in a variety of ways. Obviously, you can be a school leaver and go into it straight from school and do your full-time course. You might go back and do it on a part-time basis or you might do the distance learning one as you're, you know, you may already have another qualification or degree and you say, look, I'm, I am serious about the farm and now I'll go back and do it as an add-on. So, but the, the main motivating factor we would see with people is to get this stamp duty exemption and it is, it's very lucrative because not only will it apply in a farm transfer situation if you're getting a farm from your parent or an uncle or somebody related to you but if you're buying land, if you're fortunate enough to be under 35 and be able to afford to buy land, you'll get your, you will have no stamp duty to pay in it because no matter what transaction you're doing in terms of property, there is stamp duty payable to the government if you're buying a house an apartment but if you're young uh, and you're under 35 and you have your stamp duty, if you're a green cert, you'll get an exemption when you're buying your land. So it's a saving a seven and a half percent of the value of the land. But the transfer of the family farm is exempt from stamp duty. Also will be exempt, yeah. Now, obviously, this is a state aid, so you can get uh, different uh, exemptions, but cumulatively you're going to be capped at 70,000 overall throughout your 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 usage of that as a young trained farmer. So once you hit that, now, obviously, you'd have to be getting a lot to hit the 70,000 bracket, but that's your cumulative one you can use in your lifetime. Okay, uh, if, if in saying the scenario where someone has been trans, the family farm has been transferred to them, Avril, should they go about making a will or if they are 
uh, under th- lucky enough to be under thirty five? Are, are they still are they still too young to be doing so? Or are you never too young to, to think about making young. a will? Never too young. And I would say, and usually we would tie Cahir and Company. We would tie this in as part of the package. We would say to people to come in at the earliest possibility. We'll plan out the whole process and we'll we'll transact it that way. But we would say as part of that, yes, you should make a will when you're buying land when you're buying a house or any stage you should make a will to cover that asset because you now have a substantial asset in your name you're never too young and it's really important to dictate where that goes I suppose if it's farm, family farm there may be um, have been an intergenerational discussion at home about keeping the land in the farm uh, or in the family for a longer period of time and you might want to you know as the parents hand that down to you you might say well let's make a will now as part of this so that it will always stay in this side or there'll have been a discussion but yes we would tie that in with it and say very important to do it at the, and once you've an asset in your name. Okay, what else uh, is important that people should know uh, about farm transfers? So today and the focus of being the under 35s and it's the green cert is the crucial date. So when you get your green cert then uh, it's not just good enough to have the green cert. You must affect the transfer before your 35th birthday. And it's, that's a really important key date here. Because some people will miss it or some people will contact us the week before and say I'm actually 35 now next week Avril, what can we do? So that puts a huge pressure on everybody because it's a big transaction. It's not just a sweep, uh, simple brush of the pen. We'd like to get you in early. We'd like to get talking to you. There may be maps to be prepared if your parents are keeping the house but signing over the land. We're going to need an engineer to go out and do a map or we may need, uh, we will need auctioneer to do a valuation on the land so we know what the, the market value of it is and your parents may need to take tax advice and we obviously would like to bring in all the professionals at the earliest possibility or possible time and get involved and maybe tax advice as well or farm, uh, Chagas Farm Advisor might be given uh, advice in terms of entitlements and that kind of thing. So I would say the number one thing to take away from this today is plan it in time, do it well before your 35th birthday. You may even contact us and talk to us before the cert issues you may have your course done and you're just waiting for that final piece of the jigsaw and I'd say to, to do it in time and do it properly get everybody involved all the various professionals Okay, brilliant advice as ever and indeed if you ever have any uh, legal related questions that you're looking to get answered do send them in to us and we can put them uh, to Avril Sharon or William on 086 1800 964